This episode of Freedom Revamped the Podcast is sponsored by I Am Sufficient Clothing. I Am Sufficient is a faith-based testimonial-driven movement bringing awareness to mental health and suicide prevention on apparel through words that are the embodiment of an overcomer. Whether you are suicidal to sufficient, rejected to accepted, worthless to worthy, or a mess to a messenger, these clothing will remind you that you are more than enough. You can shop I Am Sufficient clothing at www.iamsufficient.com and keep up with them across the social medias at iamsufficient.clothing. Hello and welcome back to the Freedom Revamp podcast. I'm your host, Deshaun Green, and I am so excited to be joined by the lovely Miss Tony Hunt. Say hello to everyone. Hey, everybody. Tony is here to talk with us about expectations, but before we jump into that, I would love for Miss Tony to share a little bit about herself and a little bit about what she has going on. Yes, so thank you for having me. Um, I am a relationship coach. Um, My business is The Power She Holds, um, where I help women create powerful relationships with themselves and others. I got into helping people, uh, helping women in particular, create healthy relationships by being in so many unhealthy relationships. Um, And when I say that, I don't mean unhealthy relationships only with um, like intimate relationships, only with men, but I mean relationships with myself, relationships with my mom, my father, my grandmother, my aunt, my family. The relationships that I had with them, it hindered me but I had no idea that some anger I had on my heart, some um, insecurities that I held on my chest, um, it root from those relationships with my family. And so uh, when I went on this journey of healing, I just wanted to take away these things that were, that were holding me back, these boundaries or these beliefs that my family, uh, unfortunately, helped. I won't even blame my family, that I took on um, without understanding that they are human beings and not who I want them to be, who I expect them to be. So that's um, that's how I created the power she holds. I wanted people to be able to heal from things and insecurities and find confidence in order to actually listen to that voice inside of them to actually chase their purpose and be who they were called to be. And I love that you said that, Tony, because that definitely segues into our topic today of expectations. Um, and that's one thing that I myself feel like sometimes can hinder a relationship, expectations. Um, so as we begin um, talking about that, can we jump right into that? What do you yeah. think, well, what are some common mistakes people make when making having expectations for their relationships? Wow. A common mistake that I always see in relationships when it comes to expectations is holding someone to a standard without even letting them know this is what you want them to want them to meet. So it's not wrong with nothing's wrong with having standards. Nothing's wrong with having boundaries or wanting certain things from someone. But without having a conversation with someone, without saying hey, this is what I would like out of this relationship. This is how I would like for someone to treat me. Or just communicating how you feel with that person that you're having expectations for. Um, Being able to have that clear communication is going to knock down so many different fights, so many different disappointments. And um, that's just one of the 
most common things I see people having those unspoken expectations for their partner, their mother, their aunt, their sister, whoever. I'm happy you said that because I think I think that's a common issue not only in um, intimate relationships but in relationships in general. Oftentimes people have these like, unrealistic expectations or like you said these uncommunicated expectations, which I co- I think comes from some sort of like. I could be wrong. I don't, I'm not the expert, but um, <laughs> entitlement almost. It's like people feel like you're supposed to read their mind and it makes it really hard to um, relate with someone, which is like the root word of relationships. It's hard yeah. to relate without communication. Um, yeah. So I definitely think that's a very strong point. To speak more generally about expectations, um, I'll answer the question first, but I want to discuss how sometimes um, expectations make it hard to live freely. So mm-hmm. We're discussing um, freedom revamped. One of the common things that the creator, Courtney, talks about is the idea of practicing freedom. And she says that um, she feels like it's it's something that we have to practice daily. I definitely agree with that idea because it's not something that I feel like I've ever fully experienced. But I do feel like I get taste of freedoms um, because I I make the effort to get them. I, I guess I wanted to know what your thoughts are on that as well. What do you think um, causes us to have these expectations for life that sometimes restrict us and keep us from really truly experiencing freedom? Yeah, wow, that's an amazing, an amazing question. Like Courtney speaks about, um, freedom is something that you have to practice daily. It's, it's about surrendering. It's about trusting God. It's about trusting who you are and who you're meant to be in this in this universe. And I think that having expectations is a way to protect ourselves. Having expectations is a way to stop people from hurting us. Or having expectations is a way to stop ourselves from allowing people or jobs or anything to hurt us. It's it's a protection barrier. I would definitely agree with that. I think... um... For me, one of the biggest things was my academics. I felt like, um, so I'm, I'm 26. So I'm kind of talking about like this idea of a quarter life crisis. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes. um, after graduating from school, oh my gosh, four years ago, it felt like there was no sense of structure. There was no longer a set expectation for me. Like before it was, it was what was expected was for me to go to school, get good grades. That was that for like, 16 years of my life. So having that change and then having to create my own expectations for life and um, create my own structure was very hard. Like I was like, no one said that adulting was going to be like this. I want to go back. Yes. Like I want nap time and I want snacks. Like let's go back to that. Um, so I, I think that really tripped me up a little bit. That's true. Like I'm, I'm laughing as you say that, but I'm laughing because yeah, I've been there too. We're about the same, we're about the same age and, I think that I went through my crisis um, two months after graduating. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm I'm used to being a high achiever, and sitting here not doing anything made me feel like a failure. Yes, but it only made me reconsider. Like, do I need to go back to school? But like, yeah, I was kind of concerned that school was a vice for me because I do really enjoy academia. So I spent so much time really focused on my studies. That's what I was good at. I'm good at school. So. I knew I could get good grades. I was expected of me to, like, to do these things. And then losing that structure, I kind of think, set me up for reality. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. 
And I like that you said it set you up for reality. And when I say that, and it ties along with something you said when you say you have to create these own these expectations for yourself. You have to create your own expectations. And I think that that's something that's really important. Something I talk about is how I have a blog about this, about expectations and how our mom or a teacher or a principal said to do this. You're supposed to do this. My um, guidance counselor told me to do this. And so I'm going to do this because that's what I'm supposed to do. And and I get that that green check or I get validated because I did what I was supposed to do. But what happens when no one's clapping anymore? No one's giving you the head not anymore. It gets you in a space of kind of like what you're talking about. Like, okay, I'm going back to school. <laughs> I need somebody to validate me. I need to know that I'm doing right. And that's one of those expectations for ourselves. So we have to start to unlearn and break these these different um, realities that we create because those realities that we've been in for 16 years, like going to school, hinder us. It makes us look outside of ourselves for the green light. It makes us look outside of ourselves to make sure that we're meeting the expectations of the world, the expectations of a successful person. But then what is success? So I love that you said that because it breaks down realities of everybody else and makes you look yourself in the mirror and say, what do I think success is? What do I want to achieve? What is great to me? What You have to start looking yourself in the mirror at that moment so you aren't just chased like on the hamster wheel, just chasing something you don't know what you're chasing. I love that you said that um, because obviously there's this idea that you don't have this, like I said, it's a quarter life crisis. It's something that like, I'm sure someone's it's somewhere on Reddit or on Google, but um, <laughs> something that I thought I came up with when I first got the idea, but like thinking that like everyone always talks about this happening in midlife, but there is that abrupt stop at the end of like your academic career where you're just like, okay, what's next? Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many requirements, um, which goes back to the conversation about expectations. Um, I wanted to talk really briefly. I don't know if you've ever seen the episode, but Jada Pinkett Smith had an episode of Red Table Talk where she talked about expectations as thieves. That's um, a girl. <laughs> and I thought that was such an interesting concept, but she was talking about how sometimes we focus so much on our expectations that like when things don't work out, like we lose sight of the blessings that we have. Um, he was specifically like the quote is, um, In the past, I've been so laser focused on creating the life I want and expecting things to work out for me that sometimes I lose sight of the blessings that I already have. And I thought that that was such a very interesting concept. Um, So I kind of want to know what your thoughts are. Are like our expectations a good thing or sometimes can they be stifling to us? Yeah, I think that expectations can be stifling at times. And I say that because. Just say just as an example, you're in a relationship with somebody. And um, you want for this person to um, cook you dinner every day at seven o'clock. But this person maybe wants to go out to dinner on Thursdays at eight o'clock. But if you want to continue to eat dinner at seven o'clock and you want them to cook, you're missing an opportunity to experience this person outside of the house, experience a different restaurant, maybe even a new food. You're missing an opportunity to grow and to to just experience something new outside of your norm. 
it's stretching. I mean, expectations limit us at times and it stops us from stretching to be able to grow and to experience at times. I totally agree. I think um, I'm super adventurous, so um, I'm always ready to do anything. Like I've, I've jumped out of a plane before. I've been ra- whitewater rafting. Like Whoa. I'm like, let's do it all. Um, but I think that comes from one of the things that I think is a positive about expectations is like the idea of expecting more. Um, because I ha- was going through this crisis and I was experiencing lots of in- lots of like depression, like seasonal depression and like anxiety because of it, I had to demand more. Like I had to expect more. Like what can I do that that's gonna help me to like really tap into um, joy spiritually? Because to me, the world can't give me joy. Like I have that's a- that's a decision I have to make. Um, so yeah, the- there's things that make us happy, but like joy is something that's way deeper than happiness and we have to um really be able to tap into that so i think that looking at the idea of expecting more and allowing yourself to have that like you're deserving of those things is what kind of helped turn things around for me i love that i love that you flipped um you flipped expectation i love that you can think of it from different perspectives because like we talked about it can be stifling expectations especially unspoken ones can harm a relationship but having high expectations or goals for yourself is something that allows you to stretch and stretching is really just amazing when it comes to um meeting a different level of yourself oh jump out of the plane (laughs) overcoming some fears okay stretching is important and being able to say this is a goal i have and no matter what i expect me to meet it like that's that's one of those things where you put your foot down <laughs> for yourself. I think I think for a fact that they can be a a a positive push, a little mm-hmm. extra fire. Um, because she specifically talked about in the episode how like sometimes it steals um our gratitude and our joy, which is why she talked about like you lose sight of the things you have going on, and that's one way to look at it. But um, like I said, I'm all about flipping things around. So I like that you talked about stretching because I'm big on metaphors too. So when you think about the idea of stretching yourself, stretching is not always a great feeling. Sometimes stretching actually hurts, but it it helps us be more limber. It helps us be more flexible when other things happen. So um, if we can stretch our expectations and kind of allow ourselves the freedom to linger in those things, like they're there. We can we can acknowledge that they're there, but we don't have to we don't have to make these things happen. If they do, great. We came yeah. in, you know, those great expectations, but not like um, like she said, not letting it steal from us. Like, yeah. Didn't get it. Now it's the end of the world. Yeah. So my last question about expectations, um, kind of going back to your experience with your business and relationships. Um, so often people think we're talking solely about intimate relationships, but generally, since you kind of touched on all other relationships. Um, what is, if you can just pull out one expectation that you think people generally have in a relationship, um, that usually will kind of cause some friction. So if I were to give an example, um, Mm -hmm. I think sometimes people expect for an an intimate relationship, they expect the person to be this perfect idea that they've already constructed. Um, I'm a huge fan of Michael Todd, who preaches at Transformation Church. And he's been talking about like ripping up our list. We have this list of expectations. Yes, rip it up. (laughs) 
But he says, we've got this list of expectations for this person. They need to look this way, sound this way, be funny, dress this way. And then when they don't come like that or they miss one thing on our list, it's like, oh, you can't be the one. Um, so from that point of view, since you deal with those relationships, have you ever seen that there's this there's a common wall that people are hitting with making these expectations that's kind of causing them to run into a wall early in their relationship? Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Yes, I see that. And um, you said Michael Todd's his name? Yes. He makes a great point. And it's something, it's something I also um, I also teach and help women recognize is that you cannot take, you cannot have this idea of who it is that you want to be with. Um, or it's talking about family relationships or friendships. You cannot have this idea of who this person is supposed to be. You're taking away the beauty of who God made them to be oh that's so well said <laughs> that's so well said I love it because um I've been in a relationship wow now for eight years so um, we are high school students, and we are nowhere close to where we were when we graduated high school because we've obviously grown and found more we are along the way um will I say that when we originally met I don't know if I was what he expected he definitely wasn't what I was expecting but I definitely was able to um, open up my mind and release some of those expectations to find out that, like, he's the love of my life. So um, I'm happy that I was mature enough to kind of rid myself of that. But I think that that is one of the things that kind of my generation struggles with. We have we all have these expectations and my friends are like, well, I want a guy like this. And I'm just like, those people exist. Like, not to say that you're not going to find this person, but that's like that sounds really fancy. It sounds like a unicorn. Um, yeah. When they say all these, they have all these lists and all these expectations, I think that that's one of the things that people run into immediately. Um, and even when we like start to talk about family relationships to kind of segue, um, I think we expect a lot from our family members. Um, we expect them to support everything we do or our friends, even we want them to agree with everything that we say. And that might not always be the case, which is why we have, um, you know, rifts in relationships or little ripples. Um, in our relationships because we're expecting them to agree with everything. Or like you said earlier, we're expecting them to clap for us and they might be more of a realist and they might be like, I don't know if that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's encouraging. But just to kind of close out, um, I guess I want to discuss really briefly with your business, um, what were some of your expectations when creating your business and things that you've seen come true? Like this, you might have set goals for your business and things like that. And what are some of those things that you've seen come to fruition? With the power she holds, um, my my biggest expectation was to walk with God. Mm. And so there were there was times in my business. Um, my business is is fairly new. It's my baby. I haven't had it for two years. It's almost coming up on two years, but it's a fairly it's fairly new. But there was a moment where I lost. Um, I lost sight of the why behind it. The why behind I'm doing what I'm doing and that why is what God told me to do. And so I was moving for sales. I was trying to figure out how to get certain people to sign up, how many people could follow me on Instagram, how many people's watching my videos and, and all of this. It stopped me. It, it helped. It, it cleared, excuse me, it blurred my vision from the why. And so I had an expectation to always make sure that I'm moving with my why. And after that that small season, 
something I ran across brought me right back to why. It brought me back to why I'm doing it. And and my dance is funny how life works. Something in my life also reminded me of why I'm doing it. So that is one expectation that I had in my business is just make sure that I'm walking with walking in my purpose and doing what I was called to do, helping people, remembering why I'm called to do what I'm doing. I love that you said that. Um, that's so important to me. And um, we haven't talked much prior to this episode, but just to kind of give you a preview to who I am. I'm an, mm-hmm. I'm an actor, but I work professionally as a leasing agent right now. Um, mm-hmm. But I know that my purpose is acting or um, entertainment in general because God has constantly revealed that to me in so many ways. He's like, this this is it. Okay, you're veering off. This is it. He always brings me back. Um, yeah. So let's like that's where I'm supposed to be. Um, I do still feel like I'm maneuvering and figuring that out, but I love that what you said was um, that's the why. The why is always this is what he told me to do. So it's not about how many people are looking at me. It's not about the views. He's going to be the one to tell you well done because you followed his instructions. So that's most yeah. important. So I really love that. Yeah. Thank so you. In- oh, you're welcome. <laughs> so in closing, um, we talked about earlier Courtney's idea of practicing freedom. What is one way you practice freedom on a daily or a weekly basis? I practice freedom daily by letting go of everyone's, every human's opinion of me. Mm. And I do that daily because there could be a moment where I'm like about to make a, do something, make a post or just react based off of the back of my mind of this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Or this is, if I do this, someone may be approving of me or they'll think of me this way or I'll be an expert and that's just somebody else's opinion lingering in my mind. And the moment I feel that, I stop myself and I, and I, I constantly say this, um, I say this expert out of the Bible to myself daily. It's just my daily mantra. It's um, the fear of human opinions disables and trusting in God protects. Mm. Now, look, I got to go find that verse because let me tell you, <laughs> I love that. That is, that's really good. I think yeah, that that's yeah. so important because that's, that there is one of the biggest shackles that the biggest link on a shackle that anyone has right now, yeah, um, yeah. the opinions of others and the expectations of others trying to get to those. Um, Cause being a 26 year old woman and creeping up on my thirties, people are like, well, where's the ring and where's oh, the, yeah. Where's the, you know, there's so many things that people, um, expectations of life um, that get attached to that. So I love that you brought that up. Yeah. Um, so really quickly, before we go, Miss Tony, can you please tell everyone how they can find you and how they can be supportive of your business or recommend others to you? Definitely. So you guys can find me on Instagram at Power She Holds, um, on Facebook at The Power She Holds, YouTube where I, I post videos weekly um, at The Power She Holds as well. And also you can check out my website at thepowersheholds.com. If you guys are interested in linking up with me to discuss some relationship goals that you have for yourself, some relationship goals that you have to better yourself or to have a better communication with someone else. You can connect with me and I have, um, I'm offering free 30 minute consultations on your power sessions where we get to know each other. So I can get to know the goals that you have and I'll be able to see if that's the goals that you have is something that I can help you obtain. Um, so you can Love find that in the link in my bio on Instagram and also on my website. 
And I'm also, lastly, I'm also um, promoting a new freebie that I just created, which is a morning routine template. Um, a morning routine for women on a mission. So if you are somebody who has bigger goals, you have um, some type of thing that you want to accomplish, whatever you want to accomplish, small, big, whatever, this morning routine simply will allow you to make sure that you are staying aligned with who you're supposed to be. You're always walking in those gifts and those characteristics, and then you're able to create some goals and action steps to make sure you get those goals daily. So you can find that in the link in my bio as well. I love that. So I just want to give you a huge thank you, Miss. Such a pleasure. So insightful. You dropped so many gems. I feel like I'm in a jewelry store. Like it was, <laughs> it was great. I love that. So you guys make sure that you follow her on all her platforms and definitely utilize her services. This is something that is so important. Community is at the center of relating with others. So as long as we can relate positively and in a healthy manner, we can make sure and ensure that we have a strong community. So thank you again, Tony, and we will see you guys next time on the Freedom Revamp podcast. Yes, bye.